Um, is there anything you want to say? Listen, Shelby, like this is this is a cold opening. Like you can say something now that leads us into the into the podcast. I'll even let you say the immortal words if you really wish to, to, to say them. If you're, you're you're a big enough fan, you probably know you know the words I'm talking about. <laughs> they're immortal by now. They're, they're written everywhere. Everyone knows the words. Everyone knows the words. Is it like the four words? Yeah. Really? Can I say that? Yeah, go on. Okay, let's go. Let's do a podcast. She knew the words, of course (laughs) she did. Sex! Now I've got your attention. Welcome to a new episode of (laughs) Fuck Unwrapped. My name is Nate Strickson. No, I'm immediately... The first episode after we announced the closure and you open with that smut. I just think that's quite disrespectful. Sorry. Closure. Um, Brilliant ending. Sorry. <laughs> Not <laughs> sex. Now I've got your attention. Welcome to a new episode of Fruck Unwrapped. My name is Nate Peterson and tonight we are going to get wrapped up in pancakes. Because it's pancake night. But no, I'm kidding. It's, it's actually going to be hot, hot, hot one as we discuss spice. But first... Music and Spice go hand in hand. You've got Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. You've got the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And we've got our very own DJ Bell. And it's Stuart Bullock. Ooh. Who's DJ Ooh. Bell for a start? Who, who is that? Oh, you are. That's the point. You, you are. You, you're, you're DJ, like, like Bell Peppers. Oh, they're not even spicy though, are they? That's Bell Peppers are the uh, peppers without spice. You said it, you, you said it yourself, mate. So... What you've done there is you've constructed mm. a means to insult me without it actually being clever or having any craft to it. By trying to make me look bad, you've actually yeah. made yourself look much, much worse there, Nathan. Yeah. Every DJ needs an MC. Jazzy Jeff had the Fresh Prince. Luck had neat. Backing up DJ Bellend on the mic is MJ Halapido. MC <laughs> Halapido. It's MJ... Just, I don't know. It's just very, very offensive. At least, at least yours was spicy. Uh, at least yours was spicy. I'm not sure it was. I mean, I'm desperately trying to, desperately trying to find something that rhymes with park, so I can do like, oh, why didn't you say that? Like Lincoln Park, like spicy or something, but couldn't find it. So yeah. Oh yeah. Hi. There you go. And our guest tonight is someone I was worried about getting on. Not because I thought she'd be a bad guest, but because she comes from the northeast, and I didn't want to have to explain the concept of heat to her. It's jar holder extraordinaire <laughs> Shelby Shelbers McShelbers. Hi, Shelby. Hello. Hi. I know what heat is. You were just telling us how incredibly warm it was in the northeast. Yes, it was like double figures, guys. Double Not figures. Spoil anything, but it was between ten and fifteen degrees today. Wow. Fahrenheit. You said it was eleven before. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, quite hot by the North standards, anyway. In February as well. Oh, it's, yeah, still, as well. it's the same month. It's the same month in Newcastle as it is, it is here. <laughs> yeah. Well, Not... how, well, how hot was it the day where you are? Uh, I had the heat, you know, so it was quite warm. <laughs> there was some sun in the south. Didn't leave the house, so I couldn't tell you how hot it was. Uh, but good, yeah. good man. It's yeah. nice of you not to break the um the, the rules. Yeah. Stay at home, protect the NHS, save lives. Save lives, yeah. Isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, Shelby. Yeah. 
you are a fan of i think you're a fan i hope you're a fan um, of the podcast yeah yeah i am i would say so uh, you are the first guest and not only the first guest but the first guest who is emotionally involved in the podcast um how hard was the news last episode like have you have you recovered from two weeks ago right i went through i went through the emotions with that first i heard it i was like you know what i could say it you start running out with topics and i was like yeah you know what everything has a natural end that's fine and then i went through a oh my god it's actually ending that's terrible i'm upset and then i'm kind of back down to the well at least i'm on it now so at least i got to do it so well I, we I can personally but i don't know but i can't speak for anyone else but i'm okay with it as long as you're okay with it oh, well you don't need unfair. to worry we can exclusively reveal that it was actually a joke <laughs> uh, no, no it's, it's real yeah I'm just going to be turning up on his own every two weeks just to record with nobody on Skype. He's going to be calling the uh, the test the test call on Skype and just talk to it about food. Quivia with myself. Hello. Still lose. Um, oh, how is Lockdown Palooza Part Three: The Reckoning? Um, how are you dealing with it? How, how are you coping? By this point, it's normal life. Um, the first lockdown was pretty awful. Um, because I didn't realise I could form a bubble with um, someone else. I, I'm like I live alone, so it's been okay since I've been able to get out and um, I've formed a bubble with the mum and that household. So I've been able to get out like whenever whenever I've had days off work, which are quite sparse these days. Um, I've been able to go up and visit her, so it's not been so bad. Um, and I'm kind of just used to it now. I'm kind of used to being a hermit and sitting in the house and doing nothing. I think yeah, I think we're all pretty much on, yeah on that level. With all that free time that you don't have, have you learned how to hold jars yet? <laughs> and it's a it's a daily process. I wake up every day, put some time into it when I can. You yeah. know, I'm I'm trying to learn Dungeons and Dragons. I'm trying to do my mum shopping for her. I mean, you can't expect this much. I'm trying. <laughs> Very true. As long, as long as the jars aren't breaking, and that one didn't break, so I think as long as you're not breaking them, then. Funnily yeah. enough, I uh, uploaded the Degusta box unboxing today on Instagram, and I dropped a jar in it. <laughs> um, Very fitting. Yeah, like you knew. Shadowing. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was an homage to our to our guest this evening. <laughs> yeah. I hope that you gave the camera a sly like. Like it was really deafening, and it was right <laughs> next to the camera as well. So I haven't watched it back, but yeah, I think it could be quite startling. <laughs> um. You mentioned there D and D. I did want to have a very brief chat to you about that. Okay. Um, you obviously, I believe, obviously been listening to the, uh, the, the 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 wonderful podcast Dice and Desire. Nerd. Yeah. Every week. Stuart, Stuart, mate, I don't know why I keep saying this. You are on it. Um, <laughs> it's a very funny joke if people don't understand that you're on it. Um, how? You've not you've not played D and D before. You've not had any access to D and D before, or no. So basically, I've been looking into D and D for a while, um, not like intensively or anything. I just kind of thought it would be cool. And when I started, when Stranger Things first came out, okay, that was when I really started to get into it. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Like I'd love to do that. But I've never like found the the confidence to ask someone to do it. Like be like, 
play D&D with me because a lot of my friends kind of aren't nerds like me. Nerds in quotations. I don't think I'm that much of a nerd. But um, it was when it was so weird you started to mention Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, what? They want to do it. I have to do it now. I have to do it. So I, I rallied around a group of friends and I tried my very best to make them be interested in the game. And I just think that work and things like that, just busy schedules, it's kind of not gelled. Um, at the beginning, everyone was quite excited and I took a lot of the... I suppose you could say the, the dungeon master roll on. I was, I was researching a lot and I was trying to get people engaged and I could just tell that it wasn't working. And I was just like, listen, have we just bit off more than we can chew? And everyone was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't want you to say that because I really, I really want to play that. And ever since then, I've just been kind of floating around on Dungeons and Dragons Twitter, like, you know, trying to reignite my love for it and also getting a bit more into it. Um, but I, I would love to. I would love to just play a bloody game of it by now. I mean, I've researched it a lot. And... Well, um, yeah, it's it's quite a hard one to, for your friends, and obviously, I'm I'm so yeah. on that sort of on both of those points. I'm I'm behind the scenes. I'm sort of trying to arrange a game of um, Dungeons and Dragons with some um, with a group group of Fruck fans, mm. and. It is quite tough. Even, even you know, I'm lucky. You, you, you're obviously attacking it from the angle of someone who's not played it before, and you're trying to learn at the same time as rallying yeah. the troops, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, I've got the benefit that I'm trying to organise this game, knowing the game and being able to, you know, just be able to say, look, let's just have a game. Yeah. It is quite, it's, it's, it's quite a tough game to sell to someone because ultimately. You can't just turn up and play. It's not like a game of Monopoly or anything like that where you just turn up and you go, right, here's about half a dozen rules, roll a dice, play the game. You've yeah. got to, you've got to invest a little bit beforehand. You've got to have a bit of, you know, nerdiness about you. You've got to, you've got to have a little bit of a brief concept of what you're doing beforehand. And I think that's probably what intimidates people and puts people off. It's not just a case of, like, if you were able to say, come on the night, you don't need to do anything, just turn up on the night or whatever mm-hmm. and we'll just play. I think people might, might be a bit on, bit on board or better on board but i think having to try and sell it as a you need to invest up front before you even get to that point um and that's ignoring any financial investment that you may or may not want to put into it you know with dice and all that sort of stuff um but yeah i'm i and that's that that is the whole reason i wanted to to set up a game with you guys because i knew that you know some of you guys have been very supportive um yourself um callum gaffers a few of you have been like very vocal about enjoying the podcast. And I thought, okay, there's some people here that probably might want to play and might not have, like you, the the, the network around you to play. Yeah. Um, so I do hope we get that game up, up, yeah, up and running. I think it'll be funny. I'm, 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 I'm writing a story that is going to play very much into stuff that you guys are going to enjoy, I think, and hope. Um, Stuart's my sort of secondhand man who's read a bit of it and hopefully he'll back me up and say it's a fantastic adventure that probably will be official canon by the end of the game I imagine they'll release a book of it yeah yeah an entire 600 page book of it probably can't wait yeah can't wait um so yeah well thank you very much for helping out with the podcast and shouting out and stuff like that so thank you and also thank you for being this one I've been going for nearly four years and you've been a very you know key part of the fans with your comments on on Instagram and stuff like that I'd like to think I'm hilarious and the funniest fan you have, which I know I am, but <laughs> I'd like well, it. You, know. you you wouldn't be on this podcast if we hadn't seen 
something funny about your show. They were not just asking any old fan on. We we finding people that we think are great and can add something to the show. And you know, we we wanted to yeah, get you on. So thank you very much for joining us. Now I, I I've got this is this is just between me and you, Shelby. Ooh. Buffy. Oh. oh, there we go. You're a big fan, and I think I think this is actually the first time. My first recollection of you, or my first sort of real memory of interacting with you as a fan, was you you said something about doing a Buffy secret menu. I think for the podcast or something That's like that. Well, on Twitter. because you could. It, it's a play on words. It would be like a buffet. That would have been amazing. Amazing. Well, well done. Um, are you are you keeping up to date with all the news that's dropping about the the previous allegations and where do you stand on it? Yeah, um, it's quite. Um, I follow a few Buffy accounts on Twitter and they've been quite vocal about it. Um, it kind of just came out of nowhere, didn't it? I mean, one day Joss Whedon was ev- oh Joss we- Joss Whedon was everyone's favourite guy, and then all of a sudden he's been accused of this awful stuff. So yeah, I have been keeping up with it, and it seems like every day another cast member is. Um, you know, bringing another voice to it. So it is, it's sad to see. But I mean, I'm really surprised at this point. There's been a lot of things coming out the woodworks from like 90s and early 2000 TV shows of, you know, that kind of thing happening. And that's all I have to say about it, really. It's quite upset. It's sad, but I feel like I almost expected it at this point, which is quite a cynical point of view, but it just, it just keeps happening. Yeah. Makes you wonder yeah. where the controversy is going to be in the frock sort of world, isn't it? I guess money would probably be on me, but who knows? Yeah, I don't want to put a bet on it, but yeah, yeah well. <laughs> Sam says a few controversial things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just should we just spend the evening throwing everyone under the bus? Oh, <laughs> that should that should definitely be one of the final episodes. Oh, we just a, a tell all a tell all episode. <laughs> it's basically Ooh. all li- but it's all lies. Yeah, just... Brooke, heaven and hell, but with people that you actually hate and oh, people that don't care. Amazing, including including guests from the uh, podcast because I think there's oh, one or two that we probably agree on. The fa- put the fans in there as well, everyone. Fucking hell. <laughs> that that would be very dangerous. Shelby, let's not. Let's just carry on. Let's just bypass that comment. Right. Um, Joe, what? I've decided this is your first official um, appearance on the podcast. Now, normally, what I would do is say, right, let's do some random questions and give me three numbers. But what I'm going to do for you, Shelby, is that this is your first and sadly probably your last. I'm I'm going to allow you. Ten bang. Sorry? Sorry, Ten bang. Bang. Are you saying ten bang? That's yeah, ten bang. What's what ten bang? That's where I thought you were going with it. What to ask all tw- ten questions? Yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna go one one better than that. Um, I'm gonna allow you. I'm gonna allow. I've got eleven questions. <laughs> eleven, yeah. Um, you can choose random questions season one, random questions season two, eater or or sweet fa. Wow. As a reminder, I was. Because we've not played Sweet FA very often. Sweet FA is I give you a food and you have to the first word that jumps into your head. I was just going to ask what that was. Um, hmm. What was the other option apart from the first two? Always the same. You don't have to do any of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll do none. I will do the. I'll do the second set of questions. Second set of questions. Yes, I'll Um, go for that. um, Because two is my favourite number, so I'll do that. 
two. Who's your favourite number? That's a fascinating. Two. Why is, two? is there any personal connection to number two? No, I just think it's all right in it. <laughs> Nate likes it so much. He's got it printed. For, he's got four tattoos of that number. Correct. There they are. Correct. Wow. Plus two dots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I which didn't is even know that. You didn't which even is know that. Two percent of a, a Roman numeral for two. Three numbers between one and ten, please, Shelbers. Okay, let's start with two. Why not? Favourites favourite sandwich. Favourite sandwich. Ooh. Oh my god. Can I count bagels? No. Yeah, of course you can. (laughs) Okay, so my favourite sandwich probably is a toasted bagel. Ideally I want it to be seeded bagel. Um, with like cold deli beets or like salami, pepperoni, pastrami. And then I usually put, um, Philadelphia, but the, the jalapeno f- flavored Philadelphia. And jalapeno. then I put some, yeah, jalapeno, jalapeno. Mm-hmm. Then I put some Cholula hot sauce on there. And that is probably my favorite sandwich. Oh, as well. I'll probably either have some smoked applewood cheddar or provolone cheese. That's my favorite sandwich. So toasted bagel, but the rest is cold. Yeah. No, I put it in the bloody oh, oven. He, and oh, lovely. Yeah, so sometimes the salami gets all crisp and it's absolutely delicious. It's a pretty decent choice. I wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't necessarily think that I would choose that, but I could also imagine that being quite toasty. It's lush. It's really nice. Any thoughts on that, MJ Stewart? Stuart, I'd imagine you... Well, I, know you're not, I know you're not eating meat at the moment, <clears> but I'd imagine when you were eating meat, that'd be something you'd probably enjoy. Yeah, I'd have enjoyed that. I don't really like a cold sandwich, so that'd be right up my street. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about having the Philadelphia and the cheese. I think that might be a bit much. Mm. I like yeah. I like the smoke. I like a smoked cheese, an applewood cheese on a sandwich. Um, but yeah, no, it's a good decent sandwich. I like the the layers of spice though by having the jalapeno um, Philadelphia and then the the Cholula as well. But mm. yeah, I think it might be overkill having the Cholula, having the Philadelphia and the cheese. I think Philadelphia kind of doesn't taste like cheese at this point, though. It tastes more like sour cream to me. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else has that hot. No, taste. I think that's sort of I'm not a massive that. fan of it, to be honest. Mm. Um, but otherwise, I think that sounds great. In, in another potentially bizarre twist of fate, did actually film a video this morning of uh, it's along the lines of the the five best uh, limited time items from McDonald's. And I spend a small chunk of time talking about the delights of sort of pepperoni in between sort of the, the sandwich. So that's good. What, what I will say is that is a tremendous video, MJ. Um, and I think whoever gave you the idea for that video should be giving themselves a great pat on the back. Um, ooh, I just pointed at myself. No, you, you came up with that, didn't yeah. you? Also, I know we referenced this, I think, on the last podcast. Can we can we officially um, do a, a Photoshop of Chalua and, and rebrand it as Chalupa for, for Dyson Desire? Yeah. Someone who's good at Photoshopping. Right, another number, please, shall we? Um, eight. Eight. <laughs> eight. Sorry, Stuart? Eight. eight. I wasn't doing it. I wasn't. I was doing like a, an Irish accent, and I wasn't even doing the Northeast. Uh, did we? Uh, sorry, did did we do the how is everyone part? Because I just feel like I've not really spoken about myself much this episode. 
and it's just it just feels a bit ridiculous. We'll do it between this and Quivia, all right? Oh, no, I don't want to do it between Shelby's questions. That's quite disappointing. That's what I'm saying. After, after, after the questions. After the questions. Um, how much would you need to be paid to eat an entire tin of dog food in one sitting? Oh, hmm. <laughs> what flavour is the dog food? Yeah, important question. I'll, I'll, I'll let you, ladies' choice. If it's meaty and not fishy. <laughs> that's then the, by the way, ladies' like... choice is the brand of dog food that you'll be eating. Um, <laughs> right, okay. If it was, right, listen, if it was like a standard pedigree, like kind of like Shummers. beef, yeah. then I'd probably yeah. say like, I don't know, I'm, this kind, there should be a whole negotiating pro, like progress up process that would go alongside this okay. so I'd start, I'd start by asking for a million right. I'd probably get declined, I'd be like okay what about 500 grand and they'd be like yeah that's reasonable, I'd be like yeah no too low mate, 750 that's, that's, not, that's not how negotiating works Shelby you can't do that it's how it works up here <laughs> you, don't, you don't go down and then when they say yes you go okay I'm going to go back up <laughs> well, that's really that. and that's what I'd do so I would say my answer is 750 grand and I'd eat a full can of beefy dog food. If it's anything to do with fish, then I wouldn't. I mean, it, it, it would be in the billions. <laughs> oh, that, that is pretty, that is pretty grim. All of it's grim, but fishy dog yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. Would yeah, yeah. Quite also, nice. um, I'd probably prefer the gravy over the jelly. Okay. I'll, keep yeah. that in mind. I'll keep that in mind for next Sounds, um, master. Sounds like this isn't going to take 750 grand to be honest, Shelby. <laughs> That's my final offer. As soon as you say accept, and then I'll go. Actually, no, eight eight hundred. <laughs> you guys had an email through actually. Young. Oh, it's from Nate. Oh, it's at three p.m. Hang on. Sorry, I didn't read this earlier. Let me read it now. Uh, idea for podcast questions. Uh, hi MJ, hope you're well. Uh, just running these ideas by you, making sure you're comfortable with them before we roll them out. Uh, so if we have a man on, ask them if you could choose any food to be gold plated and eat it with like gold leaf and stuff, what would it be? And then if we have a woman on, ask them brackets to assert dominance and belittle women. <laughs> and of dog food data. I don't think, I think that's, I think that's sexist. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not okay with that. I think that's disgusting. I think this might be possibly a little bit of revenge for not asking MJ how he was at the start. Very possibly. <laughs> Very possibly. There's wow. something you should know, you, you should know about our relationship with MJ. Um, it was his birthday on Friday. Yes, I, well, was it Friday? Was it? I didn't it was Friday. Um, birthday. birthday, by the way, MJ. Was it nice? Thank you. Yeah, it was. Go on. It's no, cool. it was good. It was good to be fair. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. Um, we we spent the the day or two. Uh, sorry, the, 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 for a few days leading up to his birthday, MJ was. Oh. I, won't, I won't give the details because I know MJ's <laughs> a bit sensitive about it. But MJ was very much um, trying to remind us it was his birthday on Friday, but without reminding us it was his birthday on Friday. Very much suggesting it was. We, we shouldn't forget it, but not because of his birthday, but for other other reasons, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, I, I had a, a personal dilemma that was happening in my life 
which was somewhat related to my birthday, and so I was asking advice for it. And I'll be happy to explain after the show. As soon as we're on something that isn't broadcast, we'll explain what that was. <laughs> but anyway, we decided, Stuart, myself, Gosty, a few other people, uh, decided that it would be tremendous fun if we just didn't wish him his birthday on his birthday. <laughs> uh, and that's just the level of relationship we have now. I'm uh, familiar with that tactic because I have um, four sisters, and every time they try and get a bit of attention, I do everything I possibly can to strip them of that. So correct. I absolutely agree. Tear yeah. them down. Yeah. Tear them down. Yeah. Um, another number, please. This is the final one, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Let's go with number six. Number six. No, not six. Number three. Three. Number three. Okay. Uh, Which is your least favourite sister? No. Um, Three. (laughs) Favourite crisps. I would have answered it if you took not. Favourite crisps. I love them all. Um, No, my favourite crisps. Hmm. I've really been enjoying, at the moment, the Seabrook Salt and Vinegar. Correct. Yeah, um, I haven't seen them in a while, and then they started stocking them at my local spa, and I was like, you know what, I haven't had them in ages. So I got them, and they were absolutely lush. The crunch in them is so nice. Um, I think that will probably be my answer. But of all time, of all time, my favourite crisps would probably be the lamb and mint walkers that I used to be able to get um, in the early 2000s, and I wish they'd bring them back. Yeah, decent. Mm, not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, lovely. Thank you very much for answering three completely random questions from a random from a random list of random questions. Nate here. If you're like me and have a dangerous amount of disposable income that you can't be trusted with, why not head on over to patreon.com and give some of it to your favourite food review channel and podcast provider? And while you're there, why not give us some money? Way! Nah, but seriously, patreon.com forward slash food review UK. Help us get Gossy some new glasses or something. He looked ridiculous. That means we have to do the you know what we always do at this time in the show. MJ, how are you? Uh hi Nate. Um thank you. Good to be here. Glad you're asking. Um I'd like to apologize for my arrogance. Uh but yeah, I do need to be asked how I am and just sort of check in. Uh so yeah, uh uh it's been a bad and tough year it's been difficult however the rest of this week is going to be really good for me personally um so i hope that makes people feel better knowing that i'm going to have a good rest of week uh on wednesday it's nintendo direct the first nintendo direct in uh, like 18 months it's 50 minutes long so i'm just hoping that somewhere within that near hour there is just a you know one or two small nuggets of MJ stuff. Uh, you know, if they even so much as announce a Metroid Prime Trilogy re-release, I'll be absolutely over the moon. A new Mario Kart, I'll be chuffed. Um, new, you know, some Metroid footage, some some Zelda announcements, any of that stuff. Donkey Kong, my God, if they announce Donkey Kong, any of that stuff, I'd be really really happy. So that's really cool. So that's Wednesday, boom. Thursday, I got new comic books should arrive. Last week, on my birthday week, they were delayed, so I didn't get some crucial comics. Uh, so that's going to be really fun. And then on Friday, we have an extremely exciting installment of Division and the new Hearthstone uh, changes and switch arounds and new sets uh, are going to be announced at BlizzCon 
on Friday evening. So it's going to be a really energizing week. And I just really want everyone to share in my positivity and happiness. Stuart's just left the call. Oh. Stuart. Did you take did you take a note of those times to um, edit that out of the podcast? God. <laughs> I didn't understand the word of it. <clears throat> we you ask me how ask me how I am, Nathan. No no no, no Stuart didn't understand a word of that. A third of what I talked about was comic books, and Stuart and I met through comic books. That's because <laughs> I switched off. Stuart, how are you doing? Oh. I was all right five minutes ago. Now I've genuinely lost the will to live. <laughs> Stuart, if you thought you'd lost the will to live, let's play a game of Quivia. <laughs> if the viewers could see the webcam, sort of the reaction, it's like you just filled a man with air, but like life air. Life air. Oxygen. Oxygen life air. <laughs> Is that a new t-shirt coming soon? Life air. I wouldn't Oxygen. mind filling in with something. Life air. Um. <laughs> right. Tonight's episode. Tonight's episode is about spice. Uh, spice. Cheese peppers. Cheese oh, peppers are measured on um, the... Scoville. question. Scoville scale. Ruler. Scoville scale. R- oh, what people oh, the, are not... I thought you measured in the length. Oh. No, no, the, the heat of the... Oh, okay, measured yeah. in the, the Scoville yeah. scale. But what people are not aware of is that there's also a scale called the Schofield scale. Oh. Is that... Is that is that true? Is that real, is that a real thing? So I've got six TV shows starring Phil Schofield, Philip oh. Schofield, <laughs> yeah, um, all 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 game shows or there or thereabouts, and yeah. I, I just need you to tell me how many episodes are Philip has starred in in these TV shows. Wow, well, good. We're wow. going. We're going. Yeah, we're doing that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's no. a normal quiz as well. I like that. Yeah, that's really yeah. Yeah. No. Nothing, nothing to do with chilies whatsoever, but it's just a fun little play on words. The Schofield scale. Yeah, so, you know what this sounds like to me, Nathan? Sounds like a guessing game, mate. Yeah. It also sounds like I'm just phoning him in at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that is a guessing game. That's a knowledge game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's go for it. Yeah. Right, so six, 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 um, six, 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 I keep saying. Um, TV shows. Oh. Um, number possessed of by the Satans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, here he comes, Beelzebub. Uh, he says his favourite yeah. numbers too, but really, he says six a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, just tell me how many episodes have been to date. Okay. Uh, first up, so I'm going to start with you, Stuart. Yeah, good idea. Uh, first TV show, The Cube. The Cube. Oh. What channel's that on? Mm. ITV. You've not how, seen it? How many episodes in a series? Uh, no, obviously you're not Some. answering that. Is it yeah. still on the telly? 
Uh, it Still, did actually have resurgence. I'll, I'll give you enough. I'll, I'll give you some information that it, it, it had some series. It then had, went on hiatus and it has returned relatively recently. Uh, rebranded as the Million Pound Cube. Oh, Stuart, have you not seen it? Nope. He's it's just a, trying to get some information out of me. He's it's a brilliant game show. <laughs> Is it on Saturday nights? Probably. Yeah. Uh, no, they did a weekly one recently. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, I said that's fine. <laughs> Did they do a celebrity one? Probably. Yeah. Did, was, did the weekly Everything one have a... Philip Schofield? Michael. Sorry? I was asking Michael, did the weekly one have Philip Schofield? Yeah. Um, roughly how many episodes of that? I think it ran for like a, a week. Right. <clears throat> so what's that? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, I've got an Anthony Nathan. I'm going for 84 episodes of The Cube. Okay. Michael, how many episodes of The Cube? The Cube. I should have got my calculator out already. Right, so four seasons of uh, seven episodes each, plus the weekly five, plus the celebrity specials, which has been about four. Uh, we'll say 38. 38. Okay, Shelbers McShelbers. I'm going to say that there were 10 seasons of The Cube, and it ran for 10 weeks. A time, so I'm going to go with 70. 70, okay. Seven. Ten, times, ten, times, ten, ten, ten times 10 is 70. Well done, Shelby. No. That's fine. I didn't Lit. say anything, that wasn't me, I said that. <laughs> no, 70. I'm going to go with 70. Okay. Uh, number two, starting with you this time, MJ. Yeah. Now, some, now, some of these shows, I do, I do apologise if they're a bit before your time. Um, talking telephone numbers. Oh, that's a real what? telephone yeah. program, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's a real, real telephone television. program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you used to phone in and listen to it. Uh, yeah, the, the, the premise of this was, um, if I remember correctly, they would they would invite certain people on to do tasks, and then depending on what number of, let's say, for example, someone came on and they had to do keepy uppies with a football, however many they kept up was generated a number. That number then went into the bank of like, right, so number seven is going to be this number in the telephone. And then they do that six times and there would be six numbers. And if those six numbers were in your phone, your phone number, they would then phone you and is, is this like just before my time as in it did actually run yeah, into this, my this life? Yeah, this would have been, sure, do you remember it? Uh, it I, re- a, a I remember the name. Thing. I think late nineties, maybe mid nineties. Did you do it with the uh, woman that he did the children's show with? Possibly. Um, I think. I think when I looked, there was two female presenters on this. One was one was um, Winkleman. Oh yeah. Uh, there was someone before her though. Claudia Winkleman. Yeah. I think. I think the Winkle did it. Yeah. Wow. Do you not think um, she finds that fringe just unwieldy? Yeah, I would have thought like, so. It must it's get in the way dead. of her eyes. Yeah. Shelby, you, you're, you're a lady. How, how would you like a, a, a very, very heavy... I have had a full fringe before, and it's not flattering, and it does give you a lot of forehead sweat, so I would say that I'd hate that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looks very shiny. It looks very shiny. She's in the Pantene advert, so... Yeah, she's... Yeah, doing she's does it interfere? Does it interfere with your with your um, line of sight? I always sort of think they'd just be like everything you looked <laughs> at would just have like like, like if it was like down here, then yeah. But <laughs> the point of it is to not get it. Like it's it's. I think with fringes, you're supposed to get them just sitting on your eyebrow. 
But don't hold me to that because I'm not a certified hairdresser. <laughs> I, wonder she, I wonder if she glues them to her eyebrow so that it never goes any further. Maybe our eyebrows and our fringe are the same. Or she it's knits it in. Yeah. Hold wow. it close. You heard it here first. There you go. There you go. That'll be one of our... We'll, we'll save that one again for the um, shit-talking episode that we do before we go out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, yes, yeah, so, 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 I don't think I don't think it's a cultural juggernaut by any means. So I would guess it run ran for one or two seasons, yeah. and probably a fairly short run. I'm going to say I'm actually just going to say a concise twenty episodes. Twenty episodes, Shelby. Okay, I've literally never heard of this in my life. All right, when was it the eighties? Nine. I would say nineties. I can I can find out for you exactly, um, but I think it was. I would say it was mid to late nineties. Was it a Saturday program? Yeah, it was quite. It was, it was, it was, it was. Yeah, so I don't it, want to say too much. So can you? So, so you can't tell me exactly how many episodes per week there was? Uh, no, there was ninety. So it ran from ninety four to, <laughs> to to another year. I was born in nineteen ninety four. There you go. Emma Forbes um, was the other person. So she sure. was. She was. Oh, Emma yeah. Forbes. Yeah. How can I have seen this show? You know. Was it right? Can I ask? Was it a, a daytime program, a morning program, or an evening program? It was an evening program. Right. It was prime time. Okay. I'm going to guess. <laughs> Why's your camera gone, MJ? Uh, I'm just doing something unflattering on my face. So. <laughs> Are you drawing a fringe? No, I've got like a. Um. I don't know what to say about it. it, it does, to be honest, it doesn't, it's not that bad. I've got a small blemish within my beard, so I'm just tending to it. Okay. <laughs> Sorted. Okay. I'm going to guess 96 episodes. That's 96. Yeah. Stuart. Here he is. Uh, Getting his abacus out. Let's just go midway, then 50. 50. Uh, number three, Dancing on Ice. Oh. Mm. Uh, Shelby, we're starting with you on this one. I literally have not watched proper primetime TV in about four years, so I can't remember if Dancing on Ice was like, um, like I'm a celebrity when it ran for like consecutive days or if it was like a weekend thing. Mm. I think it's been on for about 12 or 13 years, so I'm going to take it as if it was like a... Mm. <laughs> A Saturday show. Oh my god. Um. Hmm. Right. I'm going. To, oh god. I'm going to guess that they have been two hundred and twenty episodes of Dance My Nights. I love the pressure that this game show builds on. <laughs> it's nothing. It's just stupid little game. Um, Stuart. Uh, I think he's done a lot of these. I, it's one of those where it runs for a short period of time. I reckon he's probably done about ten series with about ten episodes a series. Hundred episodes. Hundred episodes. Okay, and Michael Jameson. So I've already done my calculations and I've got a number, but I'll just run through the calculations for the listeners. Uh, I believe it ran for approximately, 
11 years uninterrupted. Um, and I think there's around 10 episodes. It's certainly nowhere near as long as Strictly Come Dancing. Uh, there's not quite as many celebrities in it. So I think it's around, there are around 10 episodes per season. So that's 111. Um, then I think it went away for a good six, seven years, something like that. And then it's been back for about three years. So I'd on 33. So my number is 143. Which isn't quite what I said, but yeah, 143. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right, back to you, Stuart, for number four. I'll be, I'll be honest. I don't think, I don't know if I remember this one. You're back in the room. God. Um, is it an old one? Is that Paul McKenna? I think I know what you're on about. I think. Uh, let me have a look at the you're year for you. Back in the room. Why is he Googling that? That's, that's, that's a great question. I hope you're not looking at years, Stuart. Because that'll uh, probably come up with a number of episodes. Yeah, well, exactly. I'm not Googling anything. He, he typed in. It yeah, was... but you were the one who fucking... You went... If you, if someone goes... No, I was it. writing it down. Y-B-I-T-R. Oh, so well, nice. Drawing. Like, did you draw that? Did you draw that? Yeah. Who's that? Oh, fucking it. Oh, I'm a, I'm a music teacher. Oh, I've got extreme art skills as well. Pathetic. When was um, it, it was, it was, um, it was after 2010. That's what I'll say. Right. And I've never heard of it. So I'm going to say it was probably a flop. So I'm going to say possibly daytime 20. Uh, Michael? Uh, it's nowhere near as 20. Uh, as much as 20. Um, yeah, again, I think it's probably one season. These ITV shows, they don't run for long. Let's say, let's say 10. 10. And Shelby? I'm going to go with eight. Eight episodes. Oh, she cut me off. Yeah. So she should have said nine, the old, uh, do the old Stuart trick. What's that, Paul McKenna? Uh, you'll find out later. Number Ooh. five, uh, five gold rings. Ooh. Oh, MJ. that's okay. Okay. So obviously to date, they, you know, as, in, as far mm. as I'm aware, five gold rings is a still ongoing show. So there could be more. If you're listening to this in the future, there could be more than this number. Mm. How many episodes are there? <laughs> <laughs> just don't laugh. Just let them out. Yeah. Just like how many? More than one. Who's this aimed at first? You. Right. And it's a current show, is it? Five Gold Rings, yeah. You've not seen it, not heard of it? I'm, maybe I've heard of it. So it very much sound, it definitely doesn't sound like a Saturday show. I'm very much assuming this is a weekday show, and I'm guessing it's had a long run. So, 25? No, that's only five weeks. Well. <coughs> uh, actually. Let's say 50. 50. Two months. Um, Shabbos? I think it is actually a weekend show because my mum bangs on about it all the time and she really enjoys it. I think I'm going to go with 12. Okay. And all my, my all my guesses have been really low. Actually, well, actually, no, that's not true. I didn't to pretend I didn't say anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuart? Right, I'll go. I'll go down the middle again. Double what Shelby said, 
half-ish of what MJ said. 20, 24 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> 24. 24. <laughs> they just stopped one episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just oh kind of lines on the TV, like, resume shortly. <laughs> 2.5 gold rings. <laughs> contestant, contestant died halfway through it. Yeah, uh, so are you, am, I, am I rounding up or rounding I'll round down? I'll round down. I go 24, because they tend to do series in even numbers, don't they? Okay. Uh, and finally, all-star Mr. and Mrs. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> that uh, shall be starting on this one. That's not on anymore, I don't think. Thanks for the but knowledge. I remember it being on all the time. And it was a weekend show. It was a Saturday night show, I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. How many episodes were there? Hmm. I'm going to go with 36. Okay. 36. Stuart. Uh, Saturday night jobby. Saturday night stuff tends to run for more than six weeks, doesn't it? Let's say eight week runs, six series, 64. MJ, 35. What an awesome. Right. (laughs) You could have at least undercut Stuart, but no, you did it to our guest. Of the guest. Well, I think I. My guest would be twenty four, but I might as well just cut her off and get any get any below in it. Right, the cube. <sighs> I'm so I'm so I'm so angry that Stuart hasn't seen it. I genuinely I, yeah. I genuinely think it's one of the best recent modern like real like last of the last ten years. It's not even that. It's just like I think it's so well known. Like I don't even watch normal TV, but I still know about the cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. I've heard it's, the name. It's very frustrating. They, they, they go in. It's like a video game, right? They go in this physical cube, the contestant, and they have to perform a feat, which will be like demonstrated to them by the cube person, and then they've got to do it, and then they've got like nine attempts, and if they get it wrong, is the cube person like someone in a morph suit? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. The, the and, they're in a, and they're in a cube as well. Yeah, the cube yeah. is the cube. That's the bit. Maybe I have cool. seen it. And, yeah. and Philip Schofield. It's pretty. I would love to know how many people have disowned their family members because of that programme. Because of how stupid they've been in the cube. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's quite, it is quite a frustrating show. I, yeah. I, there's definitely ones that you look at and go, oh, it's piss easy. And then they waste seven lives on it. You go, oh, come on. Yep. Come on, Steve. Oh, come on. Stop being a. Cunt. Lovely. The cube ran for, or has been running for, eighty-five episodes. Oh. Stuart was one off. <laughs> I thought I had it there. What did I say? Uh, you said thirty-eight. I thought I had that. Shelby wasn't too far off with seventy. Um, talking, burning with rage. Absolute liberty. That talking telephone numbers. Oh was 62 episodes. It ran for about four or five years. <laughs> Stuart again gets the point on that one, being closest with 50. <laughs> Not me, I was off. Great. It was, it was, from what I can remember, it was quite a big show. It was quite a big show because it was that, it, it might, I don't know if it was linked to the, the, to the lottery even, I don't know. 
But um, it was very much like one of those sort of TV shows where it was like, shit, some, they might call us on a Saturday night because I think it was live. So it was like a case of they might call us and if they called you, you had to answer with a certain phrase and stuff like that. Otherwise, you were fucked. So one of the first um, ones where Schofield like, crossed over into grown-up telly. Very possibly. Very possibly. Because I'm not sure when he gave up on the old um, children's TV stuff. But that would have been early 90s, I would have yeah. thought. Like doing going live and stuff. Did he have um, grey hair in it or did he still have brown hair? I reckon he still had brown hair. Kept it up for a while, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I, I quite like Schofield, actually, to be fair. Really? Oh, I love him. I, I do. I, I, I enjoy great, him. Yeah, oh, yeah right. I, don't, I, I certainly don't dislike him. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah, terribly brave. Uh, number three, Dancing on Ice. 206 episodes. Oh! Give me those points. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Shelby was only 14 off. Very impressive thing. Um... And if you thought 14 off was good, number four, you're back in the room, eight episodes. Shelba's on the money. Oh! Yes! Is that two all? Yeah, right here. It's two all. Zero wow. for MJ so far. Oh. Yeah, sorry, you can't be two all if there's three contestants. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I meant two all between the two people that could win. Uh, number five, five Ooh. golden rings. Okay. 24 episodes. Big Ball Stuart this is on the button. Yeah, Stuart Big Ball's but This is bullshit. So, going into the final question, MJ's out of it. Um, no, sorry. No, I'm not out of it. I can still... You can still get one. Oh, yeah. Um, it's 3-2 to Stuart. Oof. Shelby gets this. It's a draw on time right up. Sorry, yeah. Shelby gets it. If Stuart gets it, he's won. Or if MJ gets it, he's won. All against Shelby at this point. Um... All-Star Mr. and Mrs. 72 episodes. Stuart gets it. Yes! Stuart, well done for winning at the Wait, guessing what did, what did Stuart say on, on six? He said 64, you said 36, and MJ said 35. Uh, uh, it's like the FA Cup all over again, isn't it? I'll tell you what disappoints me about all this, is that it just, like... It makes a mockery of my calculations. Like, I spend quite a lot of time, like, explaining to the listeners, like, my thought process and, like, how many episodes and how many series. Like, I know you, like, it's not like I'm just plucking these numbers out of it. I'm using a calculator. Like, the calculations are watertight, not like 10 times 10 is 70. The calculations are watertight. And it just it sort of makes a mockery of that. And so, I guess what I'm saying is, Sort of the death of a. <laughs> Can I take it on? Stop. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is, it's sort of just the death of, of the. <laughs> Last time, and if I don't get it. <clears throat> I guess what I'm saying is, it's the death of arithmetic. I have Arith- said that Arith- Arithmetic. What is that? Is that, is that like that? Is that, is that arithmetic? Arithmetic. Lovely stuff. Right, well done, Stuart. Well done on winning the quick guessing game, as you always say. Yeah, no yeah. skill, so yeah, well done. Uh, sometimes guessing is a skill, isn't it? <laughs> uh, very. If you rewind the podcast, you hear me say at the very beginning of this uh, round, it is purely uh, guessing and not knowledge based. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I I'm just better at guessing, aren't I? <laughs> I, I I don't have to compete against him. He is infuriating, even as a, as a quiz show host. Uh, uh, as a quiz master, though, what, would it be funny if you got to the penultimate episode of Frack Unwrapped and you were like, yeah, 
we're actually going to wipe all the scores and it's just winner takes all. And you do a round on like fucking, I don't know, uh, flavours of Four Loco. Still so win. Won't have a it's still win. It's still win. Nah, dragon flavour. No. Venom flavour. That's dragon <laughs> soup, mate. But yeah, well done. Nice try. <laughs> Didn't I do a Quivier episode where I gave Stuart a load of softball questions and then made yours like <laughs> ridiculously like unguessable? Even. Yeah, love that. Do that. Yeah. But the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Correct. That's still win, <laughs> That'd so still win. Sure, I am Lindia. Yeah. Twitter at Food Review UK, Facebook also at Food Review UK, and on Instagram at Fruitgram. Check it out. Spice, not just a TV show at the end of the Sky Run where you can watch some softcore pornography, but also a thing that you find in your food and is difficult to to handle. Um, that is tonight's that is tonight's subject. <laughs> really touching the cornerstones of pop culture there. <laughs> um, yeah, Spice. This was this was suggested to Shelby from an what I would say is an ever reducing list of subjects. Now um, her response was, "I'll do spice." It's, I don't really know much about it. I'm not an expert, but why not? It was basically I'll your give it to me best shot. There we go. You'll give it your best shot. Um, so I think the, the first lowball question is: How do we all? How do we cope with spice in general? Like, are we? Are we people that enjoy spice? Do we feel that we can go, you know, with quite a, a high level of spice, or are we um, quite, you know, weak sauce when it comes to? It? I'm going to ask Shelby, as she is our guest. Let's let's throw the, the question at her first. How, how are you with spice okay, in general? I would say I'm middle of the road with spice. Um, I think it just. I mean, I think it depends on the cuisine that you have. I think a lot of different um, cuisines have different ways in which they use the spice and it's quite of a different like feeling every time you have so say if i had mexican for example i'd be able to take the heat no problem but if it was something like um, a thai dish the spices are quite strong um so i think it just depends on what you have in and what you can take um i, th- I would say i'm pretty middle of the road um, i do like spice in dishes i put spice in when i can um and i'm I do. I, I think the thing with spices, it's not always about the level of heat. It's about the flavouring as well. And especially when it comes to Indian food, I think that's quite important to note. Um, I usually get a madras from the Indian, but it's not because I want the spice. It's because of the flavours that they use in this, and what spices they use in the dish. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it all comes down to that, really. It, it kind of—I think it just entirely depends on what cuisine that you that you that you have, and how they use the spice in the dish, I suppose. Because um, sometimes it can be concentrated, and sometimes sometimes it can be very um, diluted down. So I, I guess it just depends on that. Out of interest, as as the uh, as the only woman on this this episode, mm. you've got a perspective that we we can't have. 
is is there um i think with men or certainly historically with men there's always been an element of if you can't handle the heat you're not a real man is mm. there is there as Stuart's showing off his guns um <laughs> and mj is also showing off his guns um i doubt i doubt this exists but is there anything like that with women like like <laughs> Do women ever sort of like brag about the level of hate that they can, they can and can't take? Oh, I, I, mean, can't ima- I can't imagine that they do. And obviously, in the changing rooms when um, they're naked. Really, I mean, if I'm, if I'm at dinner with someone and I mean, say if we're at a curry house and I order a madras and someone else orders a korma, I'd be like, okay. But I wouldn't necessarily be like, you're a, you're a pussy or anything. I wouldn't be like that. But um, no, I just, I think... What's the most important about people is if they enjoy the food, then who gives who gives a a crap about what the order? So no, I wouldn't say that there was an element of competition. Like whenever I used to get Indian with my family, me and my mom are the only people that enjoy spicy food in the whole house, um, and the rest of them just op- often go for like soft dishes. So. No, I, I wouldn't say there was competition on my, I mean, from my perspective, I don't think there is. No, I, I didn't expect there was because I'd, I'd never heard of it, but I just, I was just curious because obviously, like I say, it is very much that, ex- and that is the perfect example in a curry house, very much, you know, if you've got, I think there's a lot of men that if they eat spicy food and they see someone ordering next to them that's a korma or something like that, then, then generally speaking, they, they're sort of looked down upon and given a bit of shit about it. Um, talking about men that like to give shit, Stuart, um, how are you with um, how are you with with spice? All right, pretty good. Um, I like I've, I've, I like spicy food. I'm not a I'm not a spice monster. I'm not I'm not one of these people that orders the spiciest thing on the menu just to be uh you know just to be macho about it or anything but generally speaking i prefer my food on the spicy side i will spice up dishes that aren't traditionally spicy so if i'm making a bolognese there'll be a little bit of you know a little bit of chili in it whatever not not making it like like super hot or anything but i will i will spice it up makes you feel alive doesn't it that's it's one of the few things when you get to my age it's one of the few things in life where you where you still feel alive. That <laughs> eating spicy food and running across like w- waiting until the car's nearly there before you cross the road, just you know, just just oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, don't don't rule out um, guessing how many episodes Philip Schofield's done of that was uh, good. You're, you're back in the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt that I did. Feel, no, not you're back in the room because Shelby won that. But I felt quite good about five golden rings. That was good. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like spice. I do eat. I do eat spicy food. I didn't for a long time when I was a kid. Even up up, up to going to like uni and in my in my twenties, I was very much a chicken tikka masala man at the Indian. I wasn't. I wasn't spicing things up. Um, and then the last you get older though, don't you? you? Get as you get older, your taste buds get less sensitive and you 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 like stronger flavors and and spice is one, one of those things that one of those things that i enjoy is, is, is so is that is that true is it is it just that as you age your your, your taste buds get less sensitive because i've always i've always assumed it's one of those things you can just train yourself to do so the more you know the, the more spice you have the more you get accustomed to that level of spice and therefore you start pushing yourself and going higher and higher but like it's both, it, isn't it? I think, I think so. Yeah, I mean, everything gets a bit less sensitive when you get into your forties. And... No, no. Um, but I think I think there's I think there's there is a bit a bit of 
bit of both sides of that. Yeah, you trade yourself. You do get spicier and spicier, and you're always chasing that, <laughs> chasing that spice high, you know. Um, <laughs> spicy dragon. Yeah, chasing the spicy dragon. <laughs> so let me just write that down. Chasing the spicy dragon. Uh, uh, yeah, but I, I believe there is some some science in that a kid has got more taste buds than a than an adult. You know, that's why we we go for the the stronger the stronger tasting drinks. The I mean, I think I'm fairly certain that I've burned most most of my taste buds off through just drinking neat whiskey. <laughs> um, but you know, no, I like spicy. To answer your question, Nathan, yes, I like spicy food. Uh, MJ. Um, so yeah, you uh, noticed earlier you were talking about spicy food. Just think it's like interesting regarding the Scoville scale about how that, yeah, all the numbers is not just like an arbitrary number. It actually relates to, or rather refers to the uh, amount of uh, units of water that would be required to dilute the spice uh, to the point that you couldn't taste it. So I, thought, I think that's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, to actually answer your question, do I like spice? So what's, uh, so what's the Schofield scale then? Like how, <laughs> how many Schofields you'd need to dilute? So that, yeah, that's how many Schofields you'd need to dissolve in water. Uh, <laughs> there's no Schofieldness, I don't know. Uh, no, I'm not a massive fan of heat. Um, I can certainly tolerate a lot better than I used to. Uh, I'd say generally I'm on... Uh, on the lower end of the scale, though, is where I like to be and where I prefer to be. What's the... Um, this sort of plays into the next question, really. But what, what's this regularly? What, something that you order on semi-regularly? What, what, what's the spiciest thing that you tend to eat or order, MJ? This is too specifically. I'm trying to get, a, trying to get a, a sense of where you sit on the Scoville. It's chips, in it? <laughs> Plain um, pasta. Salt and vinegar, Chris. Yeah. Bit much that for him, isn't it? Yeah, it, it will be. Oh. Is there anything? Is there anything that you regularly have that you would call spicy? Even sure to you, I'm not saying it's it's spicy to everyone, but to you, what's you know what's what's something you have regularly in your little bit? I'm sure there is. But I is can't remember. Is it milk? <laughs> no, it's just water. Water. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure there is something, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Let me ponder on it. I mean, I should have thought, but. Um. Yeah. Oh. Um. A, a, a broader question then. Well, no, sorry, probably not. A, a more more direct question is: What's the spiciest food you've ever had? Then, like, out of all of us, like, what's oh. what's the thing that's made you like just absolutely wish that you you had all of that water that MJ was talking about a minute ago? Um, oh. Anyone? Trinidad scorpion butch tea chili pepper. Yeah, you've done silly chilies, aren't you? Yeah, that was yeah. the worst, I think. I've done two particularly hot ones. They were, the first one was worse. I, I ate a chili. It was in a Mexican restaurant in Penrith in the Lake District. Going back maybe 10 years. We were having a meal and on the meal were some very small chilies. Um, and I thought, I'll eat this, just a little fresh chili. And it's the only time where I've eaten a chili where it's got to the point where you start to panic. <laughs> because it, it sets you, it, it ruins you, it sets you on fire, and you're like, oh no, this is, and then you drink some water, and then it doesn't go, and then it builds, and then your ears hurt, 
and then your eyes are running and and after about 10 or 15 minutes of it and all you can think about is the pain and it isn't going away and you start to panic and you're like no i've actually hurt myself here i've done myself some damage that's the only time that i've ever had that um the hottest food i've ever eaten that was where i didn't get that it was actually delicious there was a a bizarre setup right so i was playing a gig at this pub and it turns out that the pub didn't serve food but they rented their kitchen out to a thai woman and the thai woman bizarrely was married to my wife's best friend's husband's stepbrother stepbrother yeah so my wife's best friend's husband's stepbrother is married to this Thai woman and she rented out the kitchen and I happened to be playing a gig there so we all met before the gig and we had a meal and we ordered the meal can't remember what I ordered but my, my wife's best friend is Indian she loves spicy food she eats the spiciest things ever um, and she ordered and the, and when she took the order the, the, the chef said do you want it hot or do you want it Thai hot and Azzy said I want it Thai hot um, and then I ordered my food and she said uh and she just walked away and uh, I went, I want it Thai hot. And she just looked at me and she went, no. And she and I went, no, I want it Thai hot. And she like looked at Azzy as if for permission. And I looked at Azzy and I went, I want it Thai hot. And she just looked at me and she went, all right then. And she brought it. And it was, it was, it was hot to the point of it being painful, but it was the most delicious. It was so delicious. And it, it like everything about it was... It, it didn't hurt to it, but it was it was right on the on the boundary of where it was palatable. But it was so delicious at the same time. All the flavors were were right there, and the heat of it and everything so good, so good. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's the problem. Is before I come to Shelby is and and it's something that Shelby mentioned is like the problem with with spice. A lot of the time that I've found is that the, the, the spice is there but that's all you can taste. Or if you can taste anything at all, it's just so hot that you get no enjoyment from the food. And I think that's why I tend to generally speak veer away from spicy food or certainly sort of quite spicy food because I, I want to be able, be able to enjoy the meal. I like a bit of spice. I like a bit of um, warmth around the old mouth, but at the same time, I don't necessarily want it to be um, debilitating. So I just need it to be somewhere nice. And I know you don't know that until you have the, to order the food and what about you Shelby have you had anything that is like blow your socks off either either, either intentional or like you've ordered wrong and it's just come out and you're like oh shit that was the wrong choice the thing that comes to mind the most is that I did order um, a fall once oh, right. and that was just you can't like this is, there comes a point in spice where you can't taste anything else but with yeah. just the searing pain, and that was like I think I had about two bites of it before I realised it was a huge mistake, <laughs> and it was absolutely horrendous. Um, I was only, I was only like a teenager when I did that as well. I think I thought I had you know big balls, and I ordered it, um, and it was just not fun at all. Um, it was awful. I, I couldn't even tell you what the flavours were in that curry because all I can taste was just the. It's almost like a sour spice that just goes down your whole body and it's just, it's awful. And there was another time when I was about, about 10, 9, 10, where I raided my granddad's cupboards and my granddad loves cold and hot mustard. 
and I actually had a spoon of hot Coleman's mustard as a day. I ate it all in one, and I threw up immediately after taking that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> that that's the two that springs to mind. Yeah, it's quite weird because like mustard, I just I wouldn't say mustard's too hot for me, but I just I don't like I don't enjoy mustard as a, as a condiment anyway. It's just too peppery, just too yeah. just not my thing. Um, I, I think remembered I still... what the thing I have regularly is. Go on then. Almost regularly, uh, it's the chicken kung pao from um, uh, Noodle Nation, um, yeah. which is, is yeah, it's, it's no, nothing crazy, nothing crazy whatsoever, but it is a, a bit hot. Yeah, kung pao's got a bit of kick to it. Like I, I don't I certainly wouldn't call that like weak by any means. Um, yeah, it's but it's completely manageable and absolutely delicious. Um, so yeah, there's like I don't even think about it being hot. I, th- I think that's probably. Bit. I think realistically, that's the level of heat that I tend that I would. I can go hotter than that, but I would say that's the that's yeah. the level of heat that I'm comfortable with. Where that's where I like that's as hot, hot as I would generally like it. Yeah. Um, I think I think I've told the story. Coming back to the, the, the hottest thing I've ever had, I think I've told the story in the podcast before when I first got into to curries. I'd, I'd never had a. Uh, never went to an Indian restaurant or takeaway. Until I was about nineteen twenty, I just sort of wrote it off. My my mum was very um, uh, closed minded about the whole cuisine, so I never, we never got to try it as a kid. And my my ex took me to an Indian restaurant. I've never looked back since. Um, so, but after only having less than half a dozen curries or, or whatever, I went to I went to a restaurant um, in Southall, and Southall's got a very um, heavy Asian population um, and a lot of authentic restaurants there. And after work, once they a uh, couple of guys took a few of us to one of the restaurants there. And this wasn't your typical Indian restaurant that most of us will, will have gone to. And it was, you know, it was more like a cafe and it was a sort of place that they just sort of dumped cutlery on your table rather than actually giving you a plate each and stuff like that. Um, and I ordered the chicken tikka masala because I was quite a, you know, massive wimp back then, had no heat tolerance in me whatsoever, ordered the chicken tikka masala and quite literally was the hottest thing, even to this day, that I've ever eaten. Wow. Um, and basically the, the Asian guys we were with basically said, yeah, they've probably, they've probably done there is they've, it, because no one of their culture would recognize what a chicken tikka masala is in terms of the dish. Cause obviously it's a British dish. Mm. They've taken the the word chicken tikka and masala. And I think masala is masala chili or something like that in, in the in whatever language. I guess. And they've basically got it. So it's chicken tikka chili essentially. So it's literally the hottest hottest thing and it was just but I, I, th- I can't remember if I finished it or not but I was just as a relatively young man with his older peers who were all much more adept at curries there's just me just absolutely plowing through this thing that was killing me with every mouth I, th- I might have finished it but it was horrendous Horre- and even they said even whether they were being nice to me or not even they said yeah that's, that's pretty hot that's, <laughs> that's not that's not enjoyable <laughs> Um, the only other thing I think of that was even close to that heat was the um, pork scratchings. Ah, yes, Pig of Doom. Yeah, Pig of Doom, pork scratchings. And I would say that's the turning point for me, actually. I think since then I've been a lot more capable when it comes to spice. It's almost like it sort of broke me and rebuilt me up to enjoy spice. Um, I, I feel like think crisps were quite spicy. Are they? Mm. Really? Yeah, the Zinger ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Are there any particular foods that you think do or, or don't work with spice? So the reason I ask this is, I don't like a spicy pizza. I don't like a spicy burger. Like you get you get places that will sell a hot sauce burger, or you you get pizzas that have pepper, chilies on them or something. Like to me, I just don't. I've never had one where I've been like, yeah, that's that's worked for me. It just doesn't. The, the combination of that particular food. And, and, and spice just doesn't work for me. Just I just don't want it. I just don't want them hot. It's not because I can't handle spice. I just don't want them hot. Um, do you have any that you either do particularly like? I think Stuart, you've obviously answered that arguably with the, the bolognese thing. Um, but yeah, are there any particular foods that you think do work better with spice, um, or any foods that you think no, I, j- I just generally don't, I don't want that to be spicy at all, even if I have other things spicy. With you on the burger, you know, a beef burger. I think a chicken burger takes a bit of spice quite nicely. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I, th- yeah. I, I admit, although if a burger's got like a, a slightly spicy barbecue sauce or whatever, I think that works. Yeah. But I don't want a a hot spicy burger. Yeah. Burger. I, 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 I should, I should, I should clarify that. Yeah, I, I should clarify that. So something like so with the chicken burger, like a bit of Cajun spice, that's absolutely fine. A little bit like a. a, a a beef, uh, uh, sorry, a barbecue sauce that's got a, a little bit of heat, not a lot, yeah. a little bit of heat. Yeah, I can probably take that, but I'm talking about I wouldn't want a burger with a hot, like a proper hot sauce on it or something mm. like that, or, or jalapenos in, or any pepper, like, not even jalapenos, but any, any sort of chili pepper on it. Um, anything that's, anything that's, you know, starting to, starting to get closer to the uncomfortable heats, it's just not for me. Like you say, it's comfort food. Yeah. There are two types of food that I absolutely have no interest what so fucking ever to have spice in and that is uh desserts chocolates and drinks not interested at all in that well chili chocolate chili chocolate yeah also bloody mary's are lovely bloody mary's mm. i would say there's not a lot coming from the top of my head, really. I think I would take a lot of food with, with spice in. I, I, I really like spicy food. Um, probably the only thing that sticks out in my mind is proper, like, proper British dishes, like Sunday Sunday roast or, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I would put chilli in me lasagna, but that's pretty much it. I don't know. I literally can't think of anything yeah. that I wouldn't have without spice. Maybe ice cream. That would be a bit strange. Fish and chips. Ooh. Can't imagine Ooh. spice with that particularly. Although I do I... like a pot of Chinese curry sauce with my fish and chips mm. to dip my yeah. chips in. I like the, um... chip eaters, a masala breaded um, yeah. oh, nice. chips in. That is absolutely amazing. Is it? Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, our, our, our chip has got um, uh, the, a masala batter on, on the fish. Oh, and, it's, nice. and it was quite hot. Like, it's not just, I was just there for show. It is actually quite... Mm quite spicy I, I wasn't a fan of it particularly because again it's just probably not something i want that in yeah they serve they serve the masala battered fish and chips with a, a chipotle sauce as well instead of a tartar sauce tartar sauce which is lovely really nice mm. you're listening to frock unwrapped the food review uk podcast review it on itunes if you dare yeah. why don't you why don't you want um what is it about um, desserts and drinks, MJ? Is it is it just that anything? Have you, have you tried? Let me put it this way: Have you tried it? Yeah, tried it. Just not like so for drinks. 
I mean, I literally drink drinks to either have something neutral or to have something refreshing. Yeah. Spice is never going to make me feel refreshed um, or cool me down or anything like that, obviously. What about, <laughs> um, what about like ginger beer? Have you, have you had, like, I know we've done some reviews, so I probably do know your, your views on it, but like ginger yeah. beer is... No, I don't even, I really don't like ginger beer in it, primarily because of that bite, the, the, the heat. Uh, I actually think ginger, I actually like the flavour of ginger, but yeah, not in ginger beer form because of that bite. If you had a really nice sort of candied ginger soda without the spice, I'd really yeah. like it. Um, but yeah, and dessert, I'm not really sure why in desserts really, just not, I don't know, it just detracts from, from it for me. I, I don't know why. What about, um, what about you, Shelby and Stuart? Either of you like sweet and spicy? Um, does that is that something that interests you or you don't you don't like or i mean yeah i've always wanted to try the um the tamarind sweets that you can get from mexico i have never tried tamarind spice before but i would really like to try those um like lollipops you can get with the tamarind spice on the coat and on the outside mm. i really want to try those but i do I, I don't mind mixing um spicy with with sweet stuff i, I do like ginger beer um, if I'm if, I, if I'm having like a gin, like a Gordon's gin, I'll have that with ginger beer. I won't have it with lemonade. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind mixing spicy and sweet. I think it's quite an interesting combination. Mm. Mm. Well, the last time um, Alex and Sarah was on, he uh, suggested tahine seasoning mm. to me, um, and I bought some of that for for my wife for Christmas, um, and we've had it. We've had that on some pineapple recently. It's like a lime and chilli salt really seasoning. Nice. It's so good, man. It's better. Yeah. We've had it on every, every time we've had corn on the cob. Uh, we, we've, oh, put it, wow. we've put it on that, and it's absolutely phenomenal because it is it's zingy, spicy, um, and salty. It's del- it's so good. Um, it's really nice. You're right on, on pineapple in particular. It's, it just works really, really yeah, well. Yeah. It works well with the, it's, it, like the, the intense sweetness of, yeah. of a pineapple. Mm. So I'm not I'm not averse to some spice in dessert. I don't want a I don't want a hot dessert that's going to blow your mouth <laughs> off. But but I I like that. And with drinks as well, I've had I've had spicy beers, and I don't think they're gimmicky. I don't think they work particularly well. But um, the odd cocktail, like Shelby said, I'm not a fan of a Bloody Mary, but I've had cocktails before that have got a bit of spice in them. Um, I suppose it's different. Like my Michael doesn't Michael drinks to either refresh off or something neutral. He doesn't. Michael doesn't have that enjoyment from uh, from going for a drink that that a lot of people do, and I think that when you when the drink itself is the experience, like going for cocktails or what have you, then uh, you might be more open to the, to the spice or the extreme flavors. Yeah, yeah. You need yeah. to get onto, you need to get yeah. back onto I, your cocktails and do some spicy cocktails. I I would say that I'm probably not particularly fussed by having something spicy in a drink i don't think i've i I'll, I'll rephrase that i've certainly not had anything that i'm like yeah that's worked for me i don't think it's, it's not so much that i'm against it but just i've never had it and and particularly enjoyed it the, the spicy beers that you've had Stuart, what what is that is, so is that just like is that sort of like a ginger type of spice or no. is that like a chili i've had beers with chili in. i've had beers with like black pepper in and um 
it's just do they do they come across spicy or is it yeah, sort of gimmicky and you know because that's the that's the thing like chili chocolate sometimes I've had and you can almost barely net like barely taste the chili like they've so underplayed it because they're worried about getting lawsuits or something ridiculous like that <laughs> that you, you that you just don't get it so is it but with the beer does it is it actually spicy and just doesn't work or is it just the spice doesn't even come through no so yeah some of them have got a bit of a bite to them yeah. Um, it's like everything though. Some of them, some of them put it on there, but they play it safe. Others really go for it. I don't think it works particularly. I don't with a beer. It's I've not, not had a spicy beer before. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, if you see one, get. But they're so they're so hit and miss. Mm. But I've never none of them have ever blown me away. I, th- I think that that does worry me. I, I do I do dislike when things call themselves spicy, and aren't. Yeah. Because if, if I've gone to the effort, cause especially knowing that I'm not particularly necessarily a big spice person, if I've gone, right, I'm going to G myself up and I'm going to be ready to take this on, and then you get it and you go, oh, it's basically nothing. It's a bit like, uh, I, do, I do think they should, if they're going to call themselves spicy, then they should actually go for it. Um, well, I find that a lot in, um, you, I don't know about America, because probably not, but UK crisps, when they pretend to be spicy and they never actually are, I, that's probably the most I see that. Uh, yeah, Christian. Yeah, like you say, Christian in particular. Yeah, just they just don't. I mean, you think as, as, as silly as it is, like uh, Monster Munch, flaming hot, <laughs> not not <laughs> spicy in, in the chilly heat yeah. wave. All right, yeah. calm down, calm down, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, 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 some have been. I've had a couple of Christian in the last couple of years that have been actually like quite ridiculously hot. Um, and I would say, shouting out to a uh, product that I've been working my through, way through recently uh, New York Deli VIP Nuts they do a chili um, they do a hot, set of hot uh, ch- well there's that one but there's another one they do which is called hot I think it's just called hot chili mm. my oh my that was quite that was quite tough to get through like it was quite spicy um, it was just on the verge of too much um, but pretty good but the hot toffee as well like that's ridiculous coming back to the sweet and spicy sweet and spicy it's like a caramel peanut but with quite a lot of heat in it as well. Really good. I really like that. It yeah, works as a combination. Really good. Um, cool. Um, last thing I want to touch on before we go to Sockman. Have any of you got any tactics for dealing with heat? So if you've had something that's too hot, I mean, obviously the, the, the usual thing is, is milk, dairy, anything like that. But do you have anything else that you do or don't do um, if you do have something spicy? I mean, if you really don't enjoy something and it's it's getting you that much, just stop eating it. That's probably what I would say. But um, I usually I usually get a madras, and sometimes from the Indian, should I say? And sometimes it is a bit too hot. I have to take a step back and come back to it later. Um, a lot of curries are really nice when they're cold, by the way, and that takes a lot of the spice away from from some of them. Um, Maybe branching off into a different subject, but um, leftover takeout food, I think curry is the best for that because you can have it the next day cold and it's no, nowhere near spicy. And the flavours have had more time to soak into like the meat and the juices and it just makes so much better. I, I've never, like weirdly, Indian, I think is probably the only one I can think of that I've never had the next day. Like I've had, I've had leftover Chinese the next day, I've had leftover pizza. Leftover Chinese? Every, everything else doesn't doesn't last till the next day but indian I, to be fair i've usually polished it off but i just feel like if i had some left i probably wouldn't 
I probably wouldn't oh, eat it. Oh the next my god! Time. It's my favourite. Just stick it in the fridge. It's me- it's really? lunch. I've never had leftover Chinese though. Have you not? No. It's pretty hard. Well, I've pretty always good. had leftover all of this stuff, and it's all just awesome. Leftover Indian is beautiful. It really is. I would like to. I mean, I'd happily do it. In theory, I just. I, I think the other thing is I just don't tend to ever really have any left. It's usually polished off quite quite easily. Um, but there's a point you raised there. Do we find do we find food spicier when it's hot than when it's cold? Is that something we've noticed? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just logical, isn't it? Because it's yeah. like the heat plus the heat equals yeah. heat. heat. <laughs> <laughs> so. Stuart, you're, 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 you're the resident scientist. The brain of Quivius, therefore you'd know. Is that, is that a thing? I think it probably, I think it probably has an effect on your tongue, doesn't it? Because already your tongue is stimulated by the the physical heat, and mm. therefore when the uh, when the the spice heat hits it as well, it's 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 going to stimulate it more. But when I you... would wonder if maybe the heat opens up the tongue, <laughs> allowing the spice to. Oh, oh, no, I'm not. I'm just laughing because I've got so many great options up for the podcast title. I would wonder if the heat maybe opens up the top, uh, like a demo gorg and bring it back to D and D. But uh, conversely, when Michael's eating his butcher lucky peppers and what have you, he's not. He's not sticking them in the microwave for a minute first, is he? And they made him cry. So. Uh, so maybe that's the next thing you do, mate. You, you have a microwaved pepper. I wonder if cold milk and room temperature milk would give off the same effect of staving off spice. We'll probably both do fuck all in my experience. <laughs> right. Which do you think could be better, Shelvers? Which the, the cold? Well, the logical one would be cold, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, maybe 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 it has zero importance. It's to do with does the cold milk close up the tongue? It's to do with fat, isn't it? That, that I don't know why I'm thing. getting mocked. Yeah, it is. It coats the. Yeah. So maybe the actual, maybe the room temperature milk might actually be better because the fat lipids are more. I don't know. I'm using words. Fat lipids. <laughs> That's how talking <laughs> goes. Thanks for using words on a <laughs> podcast. Hi, Nate here. If you've ever listened to the show and thought, "Hey, those are some groovy kittens. I wish I could hang out with them," well, now you can. Check out the Facebook group, Frock Unwrapped and Fans, where you'll find me, Stuart, MJ, some of the other guests, some other fans, some booze, some hookers, plenty of blow, and a lot of wholesome foodie fun. See you over there. Ciao, 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 ciao. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Anyone got anything else to add to Spice before we go to social media? I like Spice. I like Spice. Do you know where Spice, do you know where spice deserves to live? In the savoury snack. Oh, yeah. Like, Snyder's jalapeno pretzels, incredible. Like a spicy nut, much better than a non-spicy nut. A spicy crisp, much better than a non-spicy, apart from seabrook salt and vinegar. Um, a spicy, I've been I've been buying these uh, little corn, dried corn things. Spicy, mm. better than non-spicy. The world of savoury snacks will be a dead thing without spice. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Bombay mix is elite. Love yeah. Bombay mix. Decent. Yeah. yeah. Love Bombay mix. I prefer Bombay mix to just normal peanuts. Yeah. Did you know that MJ eats Bombay mix with a spoon like it's cereal? <laughs> I've, no, I've done that before. 
Oh yes! <laughs> right. Well, thank you very much for listening to uh, Fruck Unwrapped. Uh, my name has been Nathan Peterson, <laughs> it, and it's not a convenient food to pick up with fingers, no matter how many. It kind got. of isn't. I kind of do understand where it comes from. There. It's like uh, it's like when the gra- the claw machine trying to pick up sand. It's all just going to tumble out. You know? Especially in, t- in a bowl that almost invites you to get the spoon and be like. Yeah, but you didn't. You didn't add milk like MJ did. Right, social media. Suck me. Uh, so yeah the interesting thing about the social media for this week is uh, and just the episode in general it's probably going to take a bit of a left turn now um because basically i thought that the episode was spices and all we've really discussed so far is heat um so i think a few of these questions are going to be about spices in general so i apologize guys i think i've misunderstood well no i think that's absolutely fine because there's no point you know when when we get to the section and they go what's your favorite hot food we've already talked about it at least this generates new discussion so actually that's great that's great mj i think you've done a great job there and subconsciously you've sabotaged yourself rather than sabotaging the show oh i was basically apologizing i'm not sure if i'm being attacked as well as on top of i'm saying that you did well for once Thank you. It's weird how it doesn't feel like <laughs> No, wonderful. So every day the podcast we ask you to leave your questions and comments. First one up is from do you know what? Let's do Facebook first. Mark Can. Connors. Marcus. Shelby, do you wanna join in the sixty ers Mark Marcus Canner sixty ers There we go. Who is your favourite spice girl? Great question. Probably been through. I probably went through them all back in the nineties. Sorry, sorry. Oh no, this has to be discussed off 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 air. Um, Shall we? Don't say anything out loud. But for MJ, have you seen? Oh, fucking brilliant! Absolute. I don't understand why. Oh. Oh. That is. Is that from? Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. We'll, we'll explain at the end of the podcast. I'll just he's, make a he, note of this. I have to edit this out. His okay. message. No, no, leave it in. We'll, I'll tell you what, leave it in. Um, and if you subscribe to us on Patreon, we'll explain it on there. <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. Wow. I literally have um, what that was. but That's so significant. We'll tell you after we finish. Yeah. Um, who's your favourite Spice Girl? Mine's obvious, if you remember the garage story. <laughs> <laughs> Was that, spice. was that Jerry? Was that Jerry? I think that's mine as well. But when I was younger, I liked Baby Spice a lot because I had blonde hair and so did she. So naturally, that was my favourite. But now I would say it was definitely Jerry. I don't know why, because I've never ever listened to the Spice Girls. I think they're quite shit. But that would be my Spice quite, Girl. Quite shit, I would go yeah. yeah. I'd like to have a drink with her the most. Always was. Always has been. Always will be. Posh spice. Oh, okay. Really? 
Oh, well, I love David Beckham's sloppy seconds. Carry oh. on. <laughs> oh, that's a bit gross. Um, <laughs> said the man who's just reminded us about when you saw <laughs> a child yeah. going in the carriage. I should yeah. not be in charge of the gross barometer, no. Um, Amelia Hills. Axis. Hillses. Amelia. Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very um, included. <laughs> How does it? That's a good question, actually. How does it feel to be this side of the um, barricade? <laughs> I feel like yeah. I'm, I'm, unco- I'm, unco- I'm uncovering monoliths. No, I'm kidding. It feels <laughs> nice. It feels nice to talk to you guys, especially if we end up playing D and D together. Correct. It's nice to be able to talk to you first. Correct. Yes, Correct. it's very nice. It's very nice. Also, I'm not very. Oh. Hang on, she said yeah, read, yeah, read read the first comment, mate. Okay. Does that mean I've got oh. Does it just put it in any old random order? That's not very oh, important. Does it mean I've got to does it mean I've got to find Okay, I guess I'll start do some extra work. What did no one think huh? to tell MJ that we were doing a podcast tonight so you could actually Oh for fuck it doesn't tell me what order the comments are in, you f- Right, we're gonna we're gonna go in a different order then, right. Ben loves from under that cheese. Jesus <laughs> Love, loves us. <laughs> Best spices for a barbecue style pizza. Best what? Best spices? Yeah. Oh. Paprika. Paprika. <laughs> My man. Paprika. Um, hmm. uh, Jalapenos. Yeah. Chipotle, Cheese. maybe. Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle. Yeah. 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 Nice. Chipotle. Yeah. yeah. You want some smoke? Some smoke. Yeah. We want the smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie Madworld. Madders, here we go. Here we go. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Flame emoji. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. It's been hot here today in the north. It's been Ele- quite hot. Yeah. 11 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to wear gloves today. It was quite exciting. <laughs> Indoors? Or gloves are off. Both. No. Indoors. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, if, I wonder if once the podcast ends, whether we'll never hear from Maddie Madworld ever again. Oh, MJ, won't, MJ, yeah. won't need to, MJ won't need to pretend he's got a fan. Well, yeah. I think MJ at that point, it's only natural in his career that he should start on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> and then Maddie would be the first subscriber. It's only. It'd be an OnlyFan. Yeah. Or <laughs> whenever only it feels that. <laughs> Slash MJ. <laughs> Sorry, MJ? Whenever I reveal who she... What? <laughs> How does it work? Do it, if you pay to your own OnlyFans, do you just get um, your money back, or do they just sort of? Yeah, you know, like you just sit in front of a mirror. All <laughs> the fans, actually, if if Food of the UK or the Frick and Rap podcast started OnlyFans, who would they want to see as the main character of OnlyFans? I think it would be a group. I think it'd be a group. I think it would have to be a group thing. Stuart, you can't. What you don't realise is we can't see which one you're yeah, pointing. Yeah. pointing you're at. You're just pointing at the screen. Pointing at Michael, and we all want to see. I mean, to be, I mean, we all know that Nathan's got the Nathan's got the big hog, but it's <laughs> it's, it's Michael Jameson that everyone loves. It's not all. It's not all about having a big willy, Nathan. You need to have some charisma too. That's, <laughs> that's, that's fucking. fucking I'll tell you what, that's fucking harsh. <laughs> that's sick, though. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have you fine. I've got CDH15. Maybe the last episode will be a fuck, marry, kill between. 
Yeah. 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 Golfers. I wonder if he knows Luke Stevens. <laughs> How mild can you go in Nando's without losing man points? Never been. As a noodle-armed weakling, being able to handle a spicy Nando's is all I have going for me in terms of masculinity. Uh, in the if sorry, if the mildness depends on the individual man, please give some celebrity examples and how mild they'd have to go before you lost all respect for them. Uh, so I like the humour side of it. Uh, yeah, we live in a world where men and women can do what they want. So yeah, um, I to answer the question seriously, um, I do. Historically, I've always been a mango and lime guy when it comes to nando's uh not because i don't like the heat it's just more that i like the flavor however mm-hmm. we recently got nando's through uber eats and it seemed certainly on uber you can't get mango and lime anymore they had lemon and herb mm-hmm. they no longer had mango and lime very interestingly um so instead i got medium but i added a pineapple and it was very nice because it had nice sweet and oh, heat it had a nice oh. sweet heat so i might be convert to medium to be honest so, so if we took a, a, a famously macho man that I've got a lot of respect for, I love him, love him. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh. Okay. And the moment that he stepped through the door of the Nando's, that's that's when I've lost all respect for him. <laughs> wow. Like it. Well, Buffy was there to rescue some kittens. Don't matter. Rescue them somewhere else. What, from, <laughs> I mean, from the grill? They're on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> Cat don't know. And that's um, how Nando's keep those prices low. Good. Good. Catamon Catamon Glaze You. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's a spoiler for Catamon Glaze You was that? Yeah. Oh dear. The, well, uh, couldn't desire spoilers. Mm. Yes, I like hot chicken wings from Iceland. I never have had a Nando's, and the sauce they sell to marinate tastes like spice and piss. Lol, have you guys tried spice and easy? Still never tried spicy curry. Is it any good? <laughs> I really like that catchphrase, spice and easy. Spice and easy. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I mean, it's, it's been, we're, we're about 13 months removed from when Jason came on the podcast. And what I would say is... I still find it weird how normal he is in reality compared to his posts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. He's still, he's still a bit of a ball of energy to talk to person to person. But compared to the insanity that he leaves his comments, the lovable insanity, Jason. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But like, I think there is two people with him. I think there's, there's high Jason and high Jason. (laughs) I think. Shekel and high. Not Um, I'm a psychologist or anything. I'm, I'm just <laughs> or a high ecologist. Oh. We... 420, 420. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the question? Uh, I said, oh, yes. I'm just going to move on to the next bong lungs. Spice, spi- spices curry's all right if you like spicy curry. Yeah, yeah. 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 But bong lungs? Bongers. Kingers. Lungers. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> writing this at 11.02 in the morning, just woke up, sat against the wall, drunk from last night. Colon. Oh, sorry, semicolon. Love you guys, my GSPS. I never got into bed. Ooh, I like the rhyme there. Yeah. yeah my GSPS. Somewhat Oof. incoherent. I do believe the drunk thing. Do you think he means my G's? Yeah. And, and... Uh, ah, yeah, and Michael's read it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry, I just thought he ordered, like, it was all correct from GPS. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. County UK 69. Marcus. Uh, Pickles. 69ers. What's Stuart's mum's favourite spice? Here we go. Listen, we've we've had Shelby on for like nearly two hours yeah. and we've not even I'm, had like, I'm so glad you've lasted this long without doing it. I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm so proud. I'm not there. Uh... Oh, I can't do it. I can't. Oh, pressure. Hang on. Oh, we're my... Oh, different one, Stuart. Oh, how are you? Uh, the thing... Oh, I've bottled it. I've not bottled it. I've got it. Shelby's go. got Shelby's got in your head with a real accent. Yeah. Ah, the thing is, our like, our markers, Canon sixty nine is like, I'm not. Uh, I'm just eating a boiled sweet. I'm not the biggest fan of spice. I don't mind spice, but I'm not the biggest fan of spice. If I was going to get a curry, I'd probably get uh, something like a a boona or something like that. I don't. I didn't like. I didn't like something like a madras or that kind of thing. I don't put a lot of chilli in me food. Mainly, uh, mainly, uh, I just eat peas pudding. Stuart, uh, sorry, Shelby, can you just um, be quiet a minute and let Stuart talk? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. How does it, how does it feel? How does it feel? Uh, I, I know he's doing next to his mother rather than yourself. Um, how How is Stuart's accent? Like, is, is there anyone around you that actually genuinely sounds like... Do you know what? It's actually not bad. Like, a lot of um, the old people that's, that live in this area do sound like that. Um, yeah. They would definitely say Stuart instead of Stuart. No. Ah, uh, I was Stuart. Yeah. Stuart. Is your, is your man from actual, just County Durham? Is she just from Durham? She's from Durham. She's from a village about five miles out of Durham City, yeah. Yeah, so I live in South Shields, so mm-hmm. that's like kind of a, a dead pan in the middle between a magpie and a mackin. Mm-hmm. So I, I am what's called a sand dancer. Um, I'm, ba- I'm basically like mixed. So. <laughs> <laughs> They've got all the good names up there. You've got the sand dancers, the monkey hangers, the smokies. <laughs> Mon- Harley, Harley Pro, monkey hangers. Uh, oh, MJ, just, just, that's too far removed from me. Just, yeah. just for reference, MJ, um, uh, Magpies is Newcastle and Macrams yeah. is Sunderland. Correct. Oh, yes, football. I'm not from Newcastle, I'm from Hartlepool. Uh, that's good. Yep. Uh, Amelia Hills. Hillses. Hillses. Hills. Yes, Shelbers, if you could only ever use one herb slash spice for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Wow. Ooh. Cumin. Easy. Really? Fucking easy. Only one spice? Cumin along with, yeah, cumin gives you Indian, it gives you Mexican, it gives you... Doesn't really though, does it? I'd probably be tempted to go for a chipotle chilli because it gives you that, it gives you the spice but it also gives you the smoke. So if you put you put the chilies in something, it's like putting paprika in it, but it also makes it hot and spicy. All right. So why can't you use peppers to put that similar flavour in? All right. Well, can I? Am I allowed? No, you've chosen that. No, no. If I'm allowed, like a fresh 
chili pepper, then I don't need to do that. In which case, I'll choose yeah. smoke. I'll choose smoked paprika. If I'm allowed fresh chili peppers, I will choose smoked paprika. If I'm not, then I will choose like dried chipotle chilies. Fair, good choices. Thank I you. think the, the first good. one that came into my head was paprika because I use that in everything. Um, yeah. Now you're starting cooking, in you? Yeah. Chipotle chili flakes. <laughs> what I used the other day. So. That's what you were just saying, like two random things that you've heard. Of. No, we had we had, we had chipotle. Uh, the, the the meal that I cooked the other day had chipotle um, chili flakes in. Nice. I know, they were quite nice. Yeah, Do nice. you know as well how paprika is meant to be in itself smoked a smoked chili? Like Sorry? that, like paprika is meant to be a smoked chili. So in itself, it is smoked. You no, that's not true. Is it not? I always thought that paprika. Pa- pa- paprika is powdered pepper. Um, chipotle oh. is smoked. Oh, maybe. Oh, um, I'm confused then. Jalapeno. Yeah. Because I was going to say that they do a smoked paprika in like the jars, and I thought, well, isn't paprika already smoked? But no, apparently MJ knows, and he corrected me. So, but smoked paprika is incredible. So, I'm not embarrassed or anything. Wow. Listen. Sometimes my food knowledge can be very intimidating. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling the brunt of it at the moment. Yeah. Unstoppable force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bong lungs. Uh, Why do people smoke spice when there's Jar's gift of ganja? Who's um, the God there? I'm assuming that it's quite uh, it's significantly cheaper. Mm. I'm I've, yeah. I'm not I'm not familiar with spice. I'm not familiar with drugs. Not no, I don't know what that is either. Spices. No, what are drugs? Yeah, um, I don't. I, I, I'm not sure that Jason means it as a serious question, but I think it's I think <laughs> it's I think it's to do with desperation and and, and price, Jason. Mm. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Mm. Uh, Canny UK 69? Markers. Canny. UK as. Oh, nice. <laughs> Can MJ please review a Carolina Reaper pepper? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, Bong Lung's replied saying, maybe the one chip challenge and I like your car collection, mate. And Canny's you- replied. Go on, sorry. I was going to say, do you, do you think you would do another um, hot challenge? Yeah, generally up for it, maybe you, one day. Are you more likely to do something like the one chip challenge, though, rather than like another pepper? Because you've done two peppers and really. not as likely, because uh, with a chilli pepper, I'd basically spit it out, whereas with a chip, I think it'd be more difficult to spit out. Have you not seen the challenges with that? It's It looks brutal. It looks absolutely yeah. cool. it, It's literally presented in a coffin, like yeah. a coffin-shaped box. I don't it's think fucked. I'd be doing that. Mm. That's probably too scary for me. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Bit macabre. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> one chip challenge will be all MJ could do. Cheers, mate, on the cars. Um, and the final comment here: This is what we sort of. This is this is yeah the narrative trope in films where it starts with the scene where everything shit, hit, all the shit is hitting the fan. I think we just lost Shelby, but we'll wait for her to come back. Um, 
Yeah, it's like that, that narrative trope in films where um, the um, the film starts, everything's all the shit is hitting the fan, and you're like, so how did I get here? <laughs> well, that's basically what we've done in the comment section because now we're back to that comment that I was about to read out at the start, and now we're back <laughs> to all <of> those. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened. Nothing happened. Also, if you, I'm... if you wondered why we are starting the show, it's probably for minutes like that. Yeah, I just shouldn't be allowed really anywhere. Also, I'm not very adventurous when it comes to spicy food. How can I build my spice tolerance level? I can handle jalapenos, but anything above that, I can't really cope with. Flame emoji, flame emoji, flame emoji. Yeah, just build yourself up gradually. Like, so for example, I guess your plan. For you, I'd say probably eat tomorrow. Jalapenos. I'd say, yeah, yeah. I well, yeah. I'd say like tomorrow, eat one jalapeno. Like Thursday, maybe eat like two or three ghost chilies, and then like <laughs> maybe have a couple of days off, and on Sunday, eat like I don't know, boil like hundred Carolina Reapers, and then drink the the water or something. Bathe in them. Yeah. Bait, bait. If you bathe in it and then it soaks into your skin, then yeah. eventually you'll just get numb to it and like <laughs> in general. <laughs> just that, yeah. What what yeah. I did is I ended a Taskmaster tournament and I threw a jar of jalapenos on the floor. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I woke up the next day and I was like the spice maestro of my generation. <laughs> so maybe try doing that. There you go. Is that some sort of ritual? Just make sure the jar doesn't break because it will stain your carpet. God imagine. Oh. Imagine the smell as well. All, all of that brine or whatever it is, it's in. Yeah, like liquor. Yeah. That's it. That's all we got on the social media. Go for <laughs> so. Post a lovely little reveal. Honestly, it's a borderline exclusive UK reveal of what the what the Fanta flavours were because I ain't seen anyone else post about it. Including. Did, did they actually tell you that you could post those though, or have you just? Have you asked them nicely? They've given you the details, and you're like, oh, "Okay, I'll just run with this and just post them without their knowledge." No, it's it's not a secret. To be cool. fair, I did when I was doing some further because I made a video today as well, which took me quite a while. It's quite a good video, which is going up on Friday. Um, I did stumble. The only uh, published evidence online that I found of it was a foreign language image, which said roughly what they were. Uh, not sure what the language was though, but uh, yeah, it's it is it is public, just not exactly publicised in the UK until now. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you very much, MJ, and thank you very much, everyone, for their comments and or questions. Uh, Stuart, Nathan, do you have a northern flat cap? <sighs> that is. So, Shelby has played this game. In theory, but it was just a it, it was just a you know it was a a, a, a test. It was just a, a warm up. Nathan, I don't absolutely crap. Well, you weren't the only one, but I was very shy at it. It was warm up, and you get a second go. So, Stuart, game. It's time to play a game. Let's play a game. Let's call sweets up or seven. We'll put a name on the food stuff out of a hat. You tell us what you think. Sugary, I'm coming inside. There's just no way to know what you're 
the next food stop is sweet Time to play a game, right, Shobbers? The first food out of the Northern Flat Cap. It's worth mentioning that it was nearly a disaster. Um, I realised when I got the flat cap out that several of the foods weren't in there, but I found them. I found them. Where they were they? They, 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 they were, been playing with them. No, they were hidden. They'd fallen out of the cap and into the bag, which currently houses the Lego Ghostbusters firehouse. But Is that a them. bag? It's yeah. bagged, yeah. I've broken it down, it's bagged up. Ah, oh, fair. Uh, the first food out of the Northern Flat Cap is, oh, it's ketchup. Sixth, oh. sixth time out of the hat, and the horrible product, because it's very, very sweet, but it is ultimately a savoury yes. product. It's it's slap bang in the middle, I'd say. Yeah. Where are you going? I'm going, oh God, <laughs> this could be the worst. Um, I'm going to go with, oh God, I'm going to go with sweeter. Sweeter. Yeah. Sweeter than ketchup, we've got a cheeseburger. Okay, so I've lost. Yeah, you've lost. Sorry, Shelbers. That's two. That is as bad as it gets. You are pathetic. I guess that <laughs> yes, it works out for some people more than it does for other people. Yeah. So it's How skill. Funny. It's purely skill. Skill, McGill. Hmm. Yep. Oh, well, Shelbers. Don't know. put that in. Don't put that in the podcast. Please. <laughs> we'll probably just delete the whole episode, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, delete it all. Yeah. Why not? Just yeah. Apart from apart from when I said let's start the podcast, just keep that in. And we'll then... just do that. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll do the intro. I'll make some. No, we'll just cut. We'll just cut to this bit where I just say uh, thank you very much for listening. Um... The bit, no, the bit that I, the bit where I talked about the narrative trope and returned to Amelia Hills's comment. That was quite, I thought that was quite strong. I like the bit in the middle where you made Nathan ask you how you were and ruined it. Oh yeah, I thought that was—I thought that was really strong, actually, because mm. I'm really interested in what I'm doing this week. Oh, Shelby's dropped out again. Um, so Shelby, it's very nice uh, of you to have joined us. How are you, Stuart? No, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us on the podcast, Nathan. It's been—it's uh, been a pleasure, man. Because uh, I've been a big fan for the longest time. Um, I Talk about like the jalapeno. A, I like the podcast. The I like I dropped the jalapeno jar on the floor and then <laughs> I became the maestro of the jalapenos. Um, it's nice. I like the podcast because the thing about the um, the YouTube channel is it's mostly Michael and he's my least favourite. I like Nathan and Stuart more than Michael. If anything, I find Michael quite unpalatable, which for a food channel is a, is not a good it's not a good look. He puts me off my tea. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you very much, Shelbers. Uh, I'm glad that you've enjoyed yourself tonight. And uh, yeah, I hope we can. I, I, yeah, yeah thanks, thanks, Shelby. I don't know what to do. I mean, I could. Like, she could have waited like two minutes for me just to say goodbye and then gone. Um, she's not come back yet, has she? No. No, that's right, Michael. No, she's not come back yet. Do you know how I know that? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> She's not back. No, yeah. <laughs> She's not here. What, no. was that, that was Stuart, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case the viewers didn't get that, that was Stuart. Um, we'll wait for her. Um, we'll yeah. wait, while we wait for her. Um, Michael, Stuart, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, I right. hope you've enjoyed this evening's spicy chit-chat. Just a reminder of McEnotis, how many more of these have I got to endure before? Don't know. 
Not many though, is it? No. It's, it's I, under, I came up with a fairly 20. tight schedule the other day, and then so, since then we've added added more guests and potential shows. So I mean, you know, we, we've decided to, to, to crash and burn. You guys keep trying to extend it, so. Just think you're being quite putting a bit of a sour note on what was quite a nice sort of episode. So just a bit. It was a nice. Oh, yeah. nice episode. I'm going to just try. Okay. I'm going to try and call her again. I know she's technically going to join, but let's just try and add her. And let's see. No, I don't know. I don't, yeah, no, I just it's not. I find it disappointing. I'm just a bit surprised, really. Your attitude problem. <laughs> oh god, massive attitude problem. Uh, it's not it's like more like a personality. It's sort of like a personality problem. What's the only thing that's bigger than Nathan Peterson's attitude problem? <laughs> <laughs> MJ's eager. Hey! Uh, I, I don't really want to stop the podcast without saying goodbye, but it's equally, like I that narrative don't trope. Really want to carry on without saying goodbye. Yeah. It's like that narrative trope of putting a, paras- a soluble paracetamol tablet in a glass of water, how it just like fizzles away to nothing. Sort of what this ending is. Can you stop saying narrative trope? By the way, that's about the third time you've mentioned it tonight. <laughs> it's like that story structure cliche. <laughs> Basically. Uh, nah. Oh, oh. Hi, hi, Peter. What happened? Dropped her laptop, didn't she? Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, yeah. happened? I think I had, like, I don't know. It meeting that just went off. I'm really sorry about that. No, I actually um, didn't fancy it anymore. It's fine. It's, it literally went off. Like, off. I've been but, trying to get but, it back on. Thanks for those lovely things that you said, though, Shelby. That, they were really nice. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 I can't believe this has happened. I'm sorry. I'm having, like, really bad connection problems. I don't know why. Huh? Never usually happens. But. If, if it's Almost. any help, um, nobody cares about this show, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Um, nobody yeah, listens, nobody cares, and ultimately, ultimately, you've just ruined our evening. Um, no one else. <laughs> um, absolutely brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking. I can say in vino veritas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all of that is. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say, Shelby, is thank you very much. <laughs> <Shelby. for joining. laughs> oh, yeah. Well, last thing I'd like to share, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, 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 you can do it. Go on. Nah, go on. Uh, thank you so much, and that. She's gone. <laughs> She's gone again. Brilliant. We, yeah. Uh... I mean, I'm going to have to go at some point. I don't know, I don't know how many more. Michael, why haven't you come into work today? <laughs> I'm still on the podcast. <laughs> when did it start? She's yes. got her, uh, her head in her hands. Right. We, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, we need to wrap this up. As soon as she comes back, you need to thank her. Do all, uh, this, do I'm, all I'm, the goodbyes I'm, now, except for to Shelby. Yeah. Cool. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. Patreon. Right, bye, Shelby. Bye, Shelby. <laughs> I can't believe what's happening. What's happening? Oh my god! Right, I think I might be having a power cut. I'm not sure. Oh, because it keeps going off and coming back on. Yeah, we noticed that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
Shelby. Oh. <laughs> no, let's keep go. <laughs> so right, we, we, we're closing out the show. Thank you very much for joining us, Shelby. I hope you've had a great night. I'm going to rush through this really quickly so that you don't disappear Please. again. Yeah. Hope you've enjoyed yourself. Have you had a good time? I've had a great time. It's been lovely chatting to you guys. Excellent. Nice. The one thing I wanted to say, which I didn't have in the in the thing, but I wanted to mention, is mm-hmm. not specifically to you, but about you. Where can people find you? Because I find you incredibly amusing on Twitter. You're good banter on there, and your tweets generally that, help me get through that, the day. So that would make me need to go on Twitter and find my username because I can't actually remember what it is. Shelbs ninety four underscore X. Oh, she's Are you are you related to um, Amelia? <laughs> I'm not, unfortunately. I would like to be, but I'm not. Fair play. MJ, you can do the rest, mate. Uh, thanks very much for listening, guys. This has been episode 77, aka Spices. We hope that you have come in to some money, and we're oh. sorry that we've gone gorgano. Uh, <laughs> nah, that's good. Ruined it. Uh, not many left, not many left, so don't worry if you are loyal. Not long left. Uh, thanks to the boys for joining me. Who we um, got on the next episode, MJ? What's that, sorry? What, who's on the next episode? I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, is it Kyle? I assume so. Oh, we've got Kyle versus Food next time. Uh, YouTube sensation, popular uh, competitive eater, one of the UK's biggest, I believe. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. He's a, he is a lot of fun. His videos are really cool. So yeah, we'll, we'll look forward to talking another, to him. Another scouser. Yeah. Fucking hell. That's, we're filling our quota, aren't we? Do you have like a loyalty scheme we get, like a loyalty card we get a stamp or something? Is, yeah. You just spit on it. Five points, you get Steven Gerrard in. <laughs> oh, no. I think I left it at home actually, so you'll have to stamp it next time. Um, thank you to Shelby for joining us again. Thank you very much for having me. I've had a great time. Thank you. Do you want to thank Shelby? Because <laughs> I haven't. MJ has, and you haven't. Thank you, Shelby. Yeah, it's been lo- lovely to speak to you. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. I like your wood, by the way. Oh, thanks. It, it's actually a fake oh, wood fireplace thing because I don't have an actual fire, so I've just put material on there. Mm. Nice. The effect's good, though, right? It, look, looks, yeah, good. it looks very good. Yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. And I guess that just leaves us with the final thing to say is if you are listening to this, guys, and you see me about on social media, be it on YouTube or on Twitter or, of course, on the Frock Unwrapped and Fans Facebook page where you can interact with us all, make sure you wish me a happy uh, week because it is going to be a great week for me, uh, I really hope, unless I die because, uh, of course, people can die any time. So I hope I don't die. But uh, we, uh, just cross these fingers, uh, we will see you next time. Uh, or listen, or I might be dead. Any of us could die at any time. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, don't die. Or do. Inspire a message. I agree with all of that. <laughs>